This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, December the 26th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Lamed, Nunfinal, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, A heart that has stood the test of time, anchored on solid rock, there is strength in his purity, becoming a beacon and guide to others. A mature son of honor who multiplies blessing and gifts for the next generation, not only knowing future events, but being the catalyst to create the future. Now, today I have with me a special guest, as we like to do every so often. Um, Michelle is here with me, and we're doing this podcast together. So, Michelle, I just want to kind of find out, what did you mean by this? A heart that has stood the test of time, anchored on a solid rock. Good morning, everyone. How are you? I'm great, and um, love to be here with my husband and, and discuss the daily Hebrew declarations. Um, that heart was to me just kind of speaks of Yahweh and if Yahweh's within us then our heart has stood the test of time as well but I, I saw that mostly as uh, you know his heart who stood the test of time but a lot of us have even in our our years of, as we can um, age on earth um, but also that we're anchored in that solid rock who is Yahweh and you know we, we become the solid rock he is the solid rock and, and there's strength in that purity and of being found that way of uh, one who stands time, uh, you know, stands the test of time and one who stands in strength. And that leads us to become a beacon, a beacon to guide others. You know, it's good because I, I see the same thing, but just slightly different way, because I see it from the perspective of when you say it stood the test of time anchored on a solid rock. I think about the place of being in him. And you've heard me say this before, but uh, that I said that uh, if if Yahweh is multidimensional, if Yahweh is beyond time, and I'm in him and he's in me, we are beyond time. And so there's an anchoring and a, and a place of, of peace and safety in that at the same time. And it's just like anything, you know, like with, uh, with beacons uh, specifically. Sometimes beacons are placed in, in particular ways as to as to be a guiding force to say vessels or ships or that sort of thing, where they've got a way of being able to know where there is a definitive point and a definitive place. And you know, there's this year has been kind of a definitive place for, for all of us in that we've seen, we've seen some things that we never expected that we would ever see before, at least not to the magnitude of what we've seen. But yet at the same time, this year has become a beacon to us in the sense of knowing Yahweh's, Yahweh's grace, Yahweh's mercy, his, his revelation as it's begun to, to open up. The, and really, it's always been open. It's just that we're opening our eyes to see it. Not only that, but then the, the, the signs and the stars that have even said that it's time for the kings to rise. It's time for sons to rise up and take the place that they were meant to take. And, and so there's, there's a very specific uh, a beacon, if you will, in time. Now, I know also we can become a beacon to others in that place, but that's because we've stood that place. We've stood in that place and said, Yahweh, we're going to stay in your rest. We're going to stay in your peace. And that has become a beacon to others because they've seen the rest. They've seen the peace. They've seen 
uh, you know, the sons of Almighty Yahweh, knowing that that we were moving in the in the way that Yahweh wanted us to move, and we were we were secure there. And so for them, it came it became a place to guide them to to Him. So I think it's it's uh it's good. I, I see it the same way. It's just uh, I see it also from that time perspective and from a little bit of a sciencey geeky perspective as well. But you know, when you set a mature son of honor who multiplies blessings and gifts for the next generation, not only knowing future events but also being the catalyst to create the future. What's your heart on that, Michelle? Well, I mean, to have walked through the first part of what we just talked about, um, it leads us into that mature son, that one of honor. Um, because I think without honor, we don't enter into that really that place of rest that we have to honor Yahweh. Number one, we have to honor um, each other as kings and priests. We have to honor, you know, um, even those that are over, uh, not over us, but are set into position above us and um, honor those in, in Yahweh. And when we do that, when we do that as mature sons, we, we, it multiplies the blessings and the gifts that for our next generations, it opens up um, the pathways and the treasures that Yahweh has for us to see and, and to walk into. And that opens up things for our um, next generation, our family, our, you know, sons and daughters and their sons and daughters. Um, but it also gets, it also puts us in a position and place where we know the future, where the future is there for us to walk into and to see, but but not only that, it's like Yahweh gives us a part of a walk into, but then we become the catalyst for the greater event, for the greater future, because he gives us a pop, like you said with the scroll, that you see always see two pins. I see that in the future too, the way Yahweh uses it for us to be able to create. He created a part and then he's allowing us as sons to create another part another part of the future another part of who we are because of our choice and our choice in him and if we walk in him and choose him then he allows us much more um much more permission and um you know to, to do the things that we have in our heart and that he's placed there in our heart but it's but it's things that we have in our heart and it's like we do that as our own children with our own children um the more they mature and the more they grow and the more they can see, you know, further out and plan for things, the more things are given to them, the more things we're, they're, they're allowed to create with and have their future. That's good. That's good. You know, I'm reminded of something that Yahweh had told us a uh, long time ago, especially with uh, Lauren, our daughter, and how uh, one day I was looking into some scripture and, and Yahweh took me to the place of David where he was on the uh, threshing floor. And this was when the angel was coming out against uh, against the people of Israel because David had chosen to to count the men of Israel and count the people of Israel and was something that he, he should have never done. And the angel had his sword heading towards Jerusalem and David went and bought the, the threshing floor and sacrificed there. And it, it stayed the, the angel from moving forward into Jerusalem. But not only that, he was crying out at the same time uh, about building a temple because he knew a building a building a, twel- a a tent or a dwelling for for Yahweh to live in. But Yahweh told him no, he could not build that that temple 
that he that his son would do that and Solomon would be the one that would do that so immediately David uh, kicked into gear and began to prepare everything that Solomon needed to be able to begin the building of the temple when it came his time he he understood the processes he, he took up and, and created the blueprints um, and he he not only that but he also began to pull together the the cedars of Lebanon and the gold and the silver and he prepared everything that, that Solomon needed. So even before Solomon took reign, he was already extremely wealthy in the sense that he had everything he needed to be able to build the tabernacle. And then from there, Solomon had to make the choice as well because it was still left up to Solomon to do something with that. And Solomon chose to, and then the and Solomon temple, Solomon's temple or the temple of Yahweh that Solomon had built was built as a result of that. And it was far grander than any temple that or tabernacle that had been built before. And so, you know, for me, that spoke to, to me greatly about the, the place of preparation for our daughter and the place of, of getting things, you know, ready for her so that she could take over and begin. But now that was before when I didn't have an understanding of, of what we do now about being in this place of beyond time. Now, I don't know what all that means. I do I knew I know a little bit about what that means and I'm understanding more and more, but I've I'm just I don't know. There's there's more to that than than um, that I still need I know we still need to do. We still need to prepare, you know, the things for Lauren. You know, but at the same time being able to be there and watch and see as she takes uh, and does the things that she's been she's bent to do and the things that Yahweh has called her to do. And what's inside of her heart. So, you know, that's just one of the stories that, that, that kind of gets me whenever I look at this. Because, again, it's an honor for a parent to be able to pull these things together. But it's also a place of honor as we honor one another as well. You know, multiplying the blessings, multiplying the gifts. You know, making sure the next generation is set up and ready to go. You know, and that they have the ability to carry on uh, uh, on their own path. And see, that's the place where we are able to create the future.